Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me today, I'm glad to say, Mr. John Shipman, a great uh, local businessman, probably one of the most active community volunteers we have here, certainly in the top ten, Sunbury Revitalization Incorporated and SRI and uh, Sunbury City Council and SPARC, the Sunbury Pride and Renaissance uh, Coalition, among the uh, different groups that he got involved involved in. You getting plugged in there? I don't have any. Not working. Try the other button. I'm not sure. Maybe they uh, stole your button to use it for something else here. But, uh, yeah, on our side, they appear to be all okay. So John's getting his headphones uh, squared away. All right, he's got it now. But, uh, yeah, so we appreciate you coming in. Good morning, sir. Always a pleasure, Mark. <laughs> See, this is we, we sit here chit-chatting about trucks <laughs> when we should be preparing. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I have a 1,000 questions because uh, John's drove up this morning in a brand-new truck. So, of course, I'm always looking to purchase, buy, order, call out for more, and drive other <laughs> new <You> trucks. <laughs> so. Might go out and look at yours after the show. You never know. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Very appropriate because that's where all the vehicles come from around here. Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done. Do what John did. Go to sunburymotors.com first. Check out the vehicles. Find out what the advantage of being a volume dealer is. And uh, that's what they are. And that means they got tons of vehicles on the lot. And even when they order one, they're on the top of the list to get them in at ASAP. It's about a three-month process, I hear, to get from the time you you place an order for a vehicle until you get one. That's particularly germane for the Sunbury Motor Company because the uh, Mustang that they have down there, the all-electric Mustang that I got to drive, uh, that is about a three-month period. That's a mannequin for you to drive and, and fall in love with, which is really easy to do, especially when you tromp on the gas. And then uh, you pick one out to your precise specification. Same price as the one that's down there, which was uh, $54,000. Uh, but, uh, well, I mean, I guess you could uh, you could have some add-ons or or you could do one with a few uh, fewer accoutrements and save a dollar or two. But the Sunbury Motor Company would like you to do what we have done in this studio. Go ahead and test drive some other vehicles. Look at the Ranger. Look at the F-150. And, of course, I know if John was down there, he was looking at the Mustang. And he also looked at the Bronco. Uh, those vehicles are out and about. So you can see those vehicles out now. So they're on the road. And they would just love to do business with you. Sunbury Motor Company. It's an opportunity uh, for you to take advantage of what they have been offering for a century, and that's personalized service, great prices, lots of availability, super helpful staff, and then any unmet need you could ever have related to a vehicle they can help you out with sunburymotors.com all right toll free line is open oh we got a caller already ready to go 1-800-795-9565 here i am rambling on and stan is waiting stan i'm sorry about that <laughs> sorry to make Good you wait morning, Mark. Morning, uh, buddy. before you ask me any questions about biden's thing the answer is no <laughs> all right we'll get that out of the way because there's absolutely nothing 
that he has done, that he proposed or said he's going to do yesterday that will prevent any crime. Period. Well, that's right. Using a ghost gun isn't illegal, so that's the first thing. These guns that people either make by hand or you know are manufactured in so many separate parts that they don't need. And I cannot imagine most of them are single shot. Correct. Well, probably not. I mean, they they make them in for the ARs, and they make them for Glocks, and they make them for 1911. You can get them for a bunch of different style weapons. But irregardless, Mark, the last time I checked, using any firearm, whether it's a ghost gun or a gun you go to the gun shop and fill out all the paperwork and sign, using that gun in a crime is a criminal act, and it's against the law. So, what's the answer? Common sense changes in gun laws that would make our safer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this one because I've interviewed Senator Toomey three times, and that's his little. Ca- he invented that phrase. He and Joe Manchin. Well, and, and you and I have talked about the fact that uh, on this show, and maybe even John was in on one of these one time, the fact that there are some changes in enforcement that could make us safer, or that could reduce gun crimes. Uh, one of which is in uh, really enforcing to the nth degree existing laws. You you have all, you have talked about that to some extent, that there's very lax enforcement. Well, yeah. I mean, if a guy commits a crime with a gun. Now, I, I'm pretty extreme on my examples of, uh, you know, especially if, you know, when these mass shooters, if they catch him, you know, which the last couple ones, they actually got alive, put them down right away. That guy will never commit another crime ever in his life because he won't be around to do it. Correct? Okay. You know that that that's that's my extreme level. Now I know they won't do that because the cops are cops and they're not allowed to be judge, jury, and executioner. Okay, I understand that, but they need to be tried, convicted, then executed in accordance with the law. You know my we opinion. have. We, we have lots of gun laws that are already on on the books, uh, and uh, if if they were properly enforced, uh, we we would uh, it would help. The problem is criminals don't go to a gun store and buy a gun. Uh, they they steal them. Uh, they they pass them around in within the uh, within the the illegal community. Um, you know, I commit a crime with it, so I give it to you, Mark. And uh, uh, two weeks from now, you. And when you commit a crime with a gun, and finally the gun gets so hot that we throw it away and steal another one. Um, so, you know, the the people that 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 commit the majority of these crimes get their guns illegally. Number two, uh, some of them get them legally. The the, the guy uh, out west uh, last week that that killed ten people at a at a grocery store bought his gun legally. He passed the background check. He went through all the proper steps and was able to legally purchase a gun. So you know, how do you stop that? Well. You take everybody's guns away. That's what Joe Biden would like to do, and uh, that's not the answer. Uh, there's <laughs> that's how revolutions get started. What about this? Uh, okay, so that's the ghost guns. So that's not uh, going to have a significant impact. What about this extending arm that they use to turn a pistol into a, the brace? Right, right, right. Yeah, brace. That's it. Well, you know. I... I don't have a problem with them. I have no use for them because I have no use for the AR-15 pistol. That's just me. But I don't want to take them from people that use them or want to use them in a legal fashion. 
Now, the problem with the brace, okay, the ATF, now this is the government. Now this is where the problem comes in. Okay, the government made the determination that these braces were okay and legal to be used for however they're used. Well, you know, they say a certain way that used. All right, now, what I see and what I think the problem comes in is people going on YouTube, putting videos out there, and they have these guns, and the first thing they do is they put that brace up against their shoulder to shoot the gun. So that automatically, in the ATF's view, turns it into a short-barreled rifle. Right or wrong, that's just the way the interpretation is. Now, but here, once again, the, go the government has made a determination about something, and then they're going to turn around and say, nope, we changed our mind, it's illegal now. They've done that for the bump stock. They did it for a whole host of things. Now, but the bump stock, the government got shot down because the a, a judge says, nope, you can't do that. It's against the law. You know, you said it was okay. The bump stocks are still okay if you have them. But a lot of people destroyed their two or $300 bump stocks because the feds said they were going to be felons if they kept them. Oh, okay. Well, and so the, you know the government constantly telling us one thing, and tomorrow they change their mind. So we're supposed to believe them, right? But they constantly lie to us. That's just like you know everybody says Biden's not going to come take our guns. The man told us he was coming to take our guns. Are we supposed to not believe him? So if we're not supposed to believe, is are you telling him telling us that he lied to us? That's that's my my. That's my biggest problem. They tell us it's not going to happen, but he's but so he's, they're telling us he's lying to us. But then we're supposed to believe everything else he says. Well, it right, doesn't work that way. Government lies to us all the time. When, <laughs> I agree with that. But you know, even the president said uh, uh, in his speech that uh, you could conceal a pistol uh, with the brace. Well, I want to tell you something. Unless you're wearing a trench coat, it's probably pretty hard to do. So uh, that's right. You know, and if you, you if you're walking around Sunbury or Milton or Lewisburg or Seals Grove in July with a trench coat, people are going to suspect there's something wrong, right? And they're not going right. to think of a rifle first. Yeah, right. for that matter, but that's another issue. And rifle, rifle, or sold-off shotgun. Irregardless, damage is damage. You know, but they're still criminal acts. They're okay, still criminal no, acts. Uh, if somebody uses it to kill somebody, there are laws against that. I'm sorry, I don't care what you do about guns. Take them, leave them, leave them alone. People are still going to murder other people, and there's laws against it. Stand, so I was. What, what, I was listening to the president yesterday, and I was shocked to hear him promulgate some false information. Do you know what that was? <laughs> well, I didn't hear it all, so no, probably not. Well, but, he well, said something about the Second Amendment is an absolute, and well, for, yeah, blah, he blah, did blah, say blah, that it yeah. is an absolute. But he also said that if you go to a gun show, that you don't have to complete a background check in order to buy a weapon. He said well, it very, very Mark, plainly, and I've been to dozens Mark, of gun shows, and that's a false statement. Well, I mean, all right, any any dealer selling in a gun show, any licensed dealer selling in a gun show must do the paperwork. But you know, and I know, that there are people, private citizens, walking around with the guns that they want to sell, trade, or barter with, okay? Now, those aren't, especially long guns. Now, handguns in Pennsylvania, they have to go, it has to be uh, transferred through a dealer. No ifs, ands, or buts, or you're violating Pennsylvania law, and that can end you up in, you know, Felon trouble when you never own another gun. But rifles and shotguns, two private individuals can get together and purchase a gun at a gun show from each other. 
That's well, legal. Well, they should That's call it the, the Walmart parking lot gun show loophole then, or, or Walmart parking well, lot loophole, it, it, or the, the Dunkin' exactly. Donut parking lot loophole. <laughs> you know, you, you put a gun, you put a long gun in the shopper or the or the daily item or whatever newspaper you put in the classified under sporting goods. You know, I have a Winchester 94 that I want to sell. Somebody calls you up, and you go, okay, you meet at either house or you meet in a public place. So there's no hanky panky here. You know, if somebody and if the guy doesn't look right, you make a decision. I ain't gonna sell it to you because you look really a little shady. Or if you do, you get the guy's license number and his phone number and his address, and you make sure you keep receipt of that. And if he causes problems with that gun, and they find it and they trace it back to you, then nope, I sold it to him on this day. Cover yourself. Um. Oh darn! What was I going to say? Something about selling guns privately. Oh, they should call it the yard sale loophole because that's where I see most old shotguns. They're just yeah. at a yard sale, you know. Right? And, and Snyder, you know, you're in rural area when you go through the Snyder County yard sales. The guns are listed as household goods. Well, they are. <laughs> Absolutely, they are. They're 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 home protection firearms. Right? Or hunting <laughs> is more like it. Hunting and target it probably comes up much much more often than home protection although security is part of the issue. Okay, uh, let's see. The president had three... Well, first of all, he had the gun show loophole lie, but he talked about the braces. He talked about uh, the... Um, what was the other thing that ghost he... Ghost guns. Uh, right, the ghost, ghost guns. guns. And there was a third thing. What was the third leg of this uh, wobbly uh, stool? Red, red flag laws. Oh, that's right. Yeah, best practices red. for red flag laws. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, that's, that's what's violating your, what, Fourth Amendment rights? Well, but you see, know, red flag uh, laws can work. See, that's that's one of the things that can make us safer, but it has to be applied so carefully, but applied carefully, they can't. that would be something we should examine. And, and that is an issue, because uh, if I if I have a problem, you're my neighbor, and I have a problem, and I, uh, I saw you out with a gun, eh, I, all I have to do is call and say, you know, uh, Mark and I don't get along, and he was out in his yard the other day carrying a gun, and, and I he sort of threatened me, and you have to prove that you're innocent. Now, that's not how the system's supposed to work. The, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. That's what the, our Constitution says. Could a red flag law work if... If administered somehow fairly, I, I think it could. We have a red okay. flag law. Uh, I think that the Pennsylvania legislature tried to craft uh, as carefully as they could. Um, w- when someone actually threatens uh, a, a, a spouse or a neighbor or something like that with a gun, um, uh, law, it's, it should be law enforcement should be able to step in. I'm not sure that your next door neighbor should be able to report you. I think the next door neighbor needs to call the police, and if the police go feel there. that you're a legitimate threat, then maybe they take the action. But but I, I, right now it's pretty broad. Neighborly gun violence is ultra rare. <laughs> Although it does yeah, happen. It does. Stan, we'll give you the last word. We've got to take the break, and we've got another caller ready to go. So go ahead. Yeah. Red flag laws are broad, and, you know, if a, if, if a couple gets divorced and the ex-wife is, has a lot of animosity towards the husband, or either way, I mean, the woman could, could also have firearms, too, and they say that, well, she, they threatened me and blah, blah, blah. My and, ex-wife. And they go take their, their firearms with no proof of anything. Right, you the know, guy could the say my ex-wife you know, is dangerous. And those divorces, they have the protection from abuse orders, with nothing maybe happened. You know, huh. it's just stuff like that. All right, if if a red flag law is going to be crafted, would it be feasible for one to be implemented that could be fair if it had enough stops along the way? 
not until they do something with the HIPAA laws and psychiatric treatment. Gotcha. Because that stuff needs to be, you know, if a guy's deemed mentally defective, that's supposed to go in the system so that when I call and do a background check, that guy stopped. And every now and then it is. I've had one that was for that because they were involuntarily committed. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you're involuntarily committed and that's <clears throat> properly reported, you'll never purchase a firearm again. Right. What's that, a 302 they call them? Yeah, whatever so it is when the cops pick you up. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, bill. Stan. Thanks for getting us going this morning. We, and thanks for getting me going. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thanks. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. we got one call already talking about proposed changes in gun laws that, as near as Lawrence's worthless view is, would not make us safer. But maybe you have a view on that. Give us a call. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends a note, says, semi-automatic pistols with removable stocks have been around since 1896, says our good friend Mike. So thank you for that. And another one says, so if the guns used in mass shootings are usually purchased legally, doesn't that mean that we need more regulation? What is the Republican solution? Keep things the same? question mark. So what is the solution? We always ask that. Uh, one of the things in answer to that question that uh, Stan who just called, who uh, is ultra familiar with firearms uh, tells us is that there's a lot of law enforcement that doesn't happen when uh, for example, if somebody goes to a gun store and tries to buy a gun uh, illegally of course they don't get it, but they, they call the police and they say in many cases nothing, nothing happens. Let's, let's talk about Parkland. Okay, let's talk about Parkland High School. Okay, the young man who did the shooting at Parkland was a troubled young man. The police knew it. School authorities knew it. Social workers knew it. His parents knew it. His parents knew it. Okay, so he was a troubled young man. Okay, instead of so, how does he get guns? Number one. Uh, so we we when we know someone has a problem. Uh, when we know someone has a mental illness or when we know someone is antisocial to the extent that he was antisocial, the authorities need to do something. But instead of even disciplining him, he acted up in school over and over and over again, and, and they left him go. They left him go. They left him go. They talked to him, said, you know, you shouldn't do this, and so forth. But there was no repercussions for his bad behavior. 
So if I am exhibiting bad behavior and there's no repercussion, you know, I'm going to continue to do that. When I was a boy and I exhibited bad behavior, there were repercussions. You know, uh, the 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 uh, rod of wisdom was ap- applied to the seed of learning, and I realized pretty pretty shortly that you know I probably shouldn't do that again because it didn't feel too good. So, but when there's no repercussions, when you can be a bad actor over and over and over again, and there's no repercussions, there's no incentive to change. I've never heard that before. <laughs> the rod of wisdom on the seat of learning. I love it. All right, Eric, you're on the mark. Well, we're talking about common sense measures and changes in gun laws that would make us safer. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. So full disclosure, Stan is a gun shop owner or a, a registered gun dealer, correct? Uh, of sorts. He's a gunsmith is his primary topic, and uh, but he does have an FFL, a firearms license to sell, so if uh, there's something that you want or maybe you can get it, he can take good care of customers. But you won't find him in the yellow pages or anything like that. It doesn't advertise. So he has, it, let's say he just has more than the average amount of skin in the game, so to speak. I say it's a hot. I'm going to speak for Stan, which is full disclosure on my end. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm going to bounce back to Stan. Stan, there's no such thing as a mental defective. That's what he said. A mental defective tried to purchase a gun. We have folks who unfortunately are mentally ill. Okay. So when we stop taking, when we stop vilifying uh, the the multitude of folks who have mental illness, uh, we'll, we'll start getting people more treated. But I agree. If someone has a viable mental illness. Uh, and they should probably not have access to a gun because we know that so many uh, folks who have mental illnesses and have guns, the chance of them actually taking a life will be their life, not somebody else. However, that's not my point. My point is full disclosure. Uh, nephew and niece of mine both attended Parkland. Blessed that they both had graduated one year before, one two years before, before this whole thing went down. My other niece was in middle school in Parkland. They live in Coal Springs, Florida. Right, and I remember you telling us. Yep. Okay, so there's my skin in the game. I'm a gun owner. I, I believe we should have the right to bear arms. However, I think we also have to have responsibility. And let's put the responsibility back where it belongs. So we talked about that troubled young man. Absolutely. He should have been gotten help. He should have whatever. But where did he get that gun? He got that gun from his parents. How did he get that gun? My, my suggestion is that if you are a gun owner, you have to be a responsible gun owner. If people are not willing or able to be responsible on their own, then legislation has to happen so we have the general protection of everyone. Thus, my suggestion is if you own a handgun, you must also then also own a gun safe. And people think, well, I can't afford that or whatever. Yeah, you know, gun safe besides the shoebox costs about $100. Everyone who has a handgun should have to have a gun safe. If you have a AR or uh, a semi-automatic, you should have to have a, a, a wall gun safe or, or something bigger so you can contain that in. I'm not saying everyone who has a hunting rifle or a 22 rifle or something needs, a, needs to have a gun safe because we know that the guns that are taken and stolen or used are not generally hunting, hunting rifles. They're your semi-automatics, pistols, and, and the higher-end ARs and those type of things. That's my suggestion. If you have a handgun, you are required to have a gun safe. That's, that's my suggestion. That would be a, an act of law I think we could all maybe agree upon. And I'd like to hear Stan push back and tell me why that's unconstitutional, why that, that should not be allowed. Just like when you have a car, you have to have car insurance. Mm-hmm. 
should you have to post a bond <laughs> like you do? Uh, no, well, no, no. And that's immediately we're going to throw in the, oh, we'll get the money. Because what they were trying to do is say, okay, we have to, uh, we have to, uh, you know, we'll legislate that by, by making it too expensive. No, no, I don't agree with that at all. Because okay. after that, people are going to bounce back from the point, I'll never get passed. So you have to secure so your gun guns. Ownership, responsible gun ownership, I think it's something we can wrap our hands around. If you want a gun, you need a gun safe. Okay, what else? Any other common sense changes? That's, that's all my point for today, but hey, part of what happened, folks, and it affected my family. Well, would it, would that have helped in that case? Because guns were part of the whole family, and so he yeah, probably... Yeah, well, how, how did he get that gun? He stole it, quote-unquote, from his parents. So yeah. It was laying around somewhere. He had access to it. They had a gun safe. He wanted to be able to get it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Thank you so okay. much, Eric. Thanks, Thanks for calling yeah. in. Another listener not too happy with what he's hearing says this right-wing paranoia on guns is sickening. Nobody's taking your guns away. This paranoia has been going on for 70-plus years. The rich are laughing all the way to the bank. They thank you for your vote so they can maintain the power and the money. Wise up, says Tom. So thank you for that. Uh, let's see. Texts that have come in. Eric, the Form 4473 asks a prospective purchaser if they've been adjudicated a mentally defective or committed to a mental institution. So you may not like the term, but it is a government term. Yeah, the 4473's got to get with the... Uh, get with the... Now even the government says it's person first, then issue. So mental, calling an individual mental defective is not, not uh, very sensitive. You're, we'll talk about this a later. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. John Shipman is, uh, I'm glad to say, a friend and an acquaintance and a uh, once-in-a-long-well lunch buddy, although I guess we can start doing that again, right? I hope so. Okay, super. And uh, a <laughs> and, uh, person of great faith. Uh, thank you for your service in the U.S. Armed Forces as well. And just a super, super, and a good common-sense conservative. And... Uh, I'm trying to bring him into the right century. It's, it's a slog, <laughs> but but no, I'm just kidding. But he is here, and he is a natural-born listener. He's his headphones are turned all the way up, and he he would just love to hear all kinds of viewpoints today, as would I. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the open telephone line. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email him at or email us at on the com, and uh, he'll see it. And you can text us at seven zero two three six. If you'd like to send us an anonymous email, just don't sign it, and then we would detect that as anonymous and would uh, not disclose anything that we could see on the actual outlook that reads it, but we wouldn't disclose that. So you can uh, make a remark anonymously if you so choose uh, and send it to on the mark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236, and of course the toll-free line 1-800-795-9565. Sunbury Motor Company, provider of the vehicles in the parking lot in the On the Mark section here. John's driving a brand new Ford Ranger, a four-door version, right, yeah. with the uh, nice bed in the back. Do you have an electrical outlet in the bed? I see a lot yeah. of... Yes. Okay. 
what are you going to plug in first if you haven't already? Who knows? <laughs> I love that he shrugs his shoulders. I don't know. I don't use power outdoors like that. So, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, I'm going to. I ordered another F 150, so that'll be here now. Of course, the superconductor dilemma's got it uh, a couple months, but that'll be here in the months ahead. So, we'll be driving that around. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Brief news headlines. Hold on, John. Brief news headlines. Statewide hospitalizations holding steady at around 2,400 right now. Geisinger Danville has 22 new COVID-19 patients for a total of 66, so that is an increase. Geisinger Schmokin has two patients on board. Evangelical Community Hospital, three new patients on board, four a dozen, uh, still far below the late December, early January levels where all of the hospitals were overwhelmed and had to make significant changes to accommodate them. 47 new COVID-19 cases reported statewide, or 4,700, pardon me, new cases reported statewide, and a good low number, 55 new Valley cases reported. But as we mentioned, hospitalizations up, but deaths down. We haven't uh, suffered a death from COVID-19 in quite a while around here, so that's uh, great news and a real testament to the physicians around here who are treating individuals who have COVID-19. A river cleanup definitely happening this year. It is next Sunday, April 18th, 8.30 a.m. to noon. Your goal, help beautify the area, and guess what you get for it? A good feeling. If we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here, and it's got to start right now. And it's great to think that we can make a difference right here in our small area. So it's just a few hours of your time that you can make a big difference and feel really good about yourself. Event chairperson Danielle Bronowitz of Sunbury says uh, they'll have a free lunch and a free cup of coffee for everybody. You can sign up at sunburyrevitalization.org. And uh, they also have more information on Susquehanna River Cleanup page on Facebook, Sunday, April 18th, 8.30 a.m. to noon. Some young local advocates kits of the Green New Deal, tried to meet with U.S. Congressman Fred Keller and did talk to him briefly in the parking lot at Sealands Grove the other day. Citizens are members of the advocacy group Sunrise Lewisburg. The congressman said he would not to meet with them then, nor with the media present, but would meet with them in the future. They had indicated that they tried to get a meeting with him at least ten times in the past and hadn't been successful yet. Uh, congressman Keller not commenting on this uh, for us. And news from Sunbury City Hall all administrators say the city's Shade Tree Commission is giving away tree saplings tomorrow. The commission says they'll have blackberry, redbud, elderberry, and other saplings on a first-come, first-served basis. Sunbury Shade Tree Commission giveaway is Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon at Sunbury City Hall. So, uh, people, go get your free trees. Uh, young people primarily. A sapling isn't much, so <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a couple years. Yeah. Um, what did my father say the other day? He's 99. So I'm not planting any trees lately. So he knows he won't. He theorizes within 10 years he won't be around to see it grow up. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would just love to hear from you. Uh, John, you're on the mark. Thank you for calling in. We're having a great discussion about President Biden's remarks yesterday. Uh, no, uh, I I was on the uh, gun law subject there. Uh I live, uh, I live in Newton County, Whittier Township, and I honor the hunting gun laws. Uh, during hunting season, you're not allowed to shoot next to a residential property or a highway. Or, but after hunting season in Whittier Township, for some reason, you can go out in your front yard and target shoot, which I find pretty idiotic, but that's... 
small in White Deer Township. Do you have a? Do they have a good backstop? Uh, no, and I live next to a state route, and uh, it, it is in the summertime. It gets pretty ignoring uh, because, you know, it's it's every weekend somebody out there is shooting something off. Uh, but what I don't understand, Mark, is if we value animals more than human lives, what's going on with that? Uh, you need to explain that. Yeah, a little who, more. who's who's valuing humans <clears throat> less than animal well, lives? Well, uh, it's hunting season, Mark. You're 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 an avid hunter, and uh, you know you can't shoot next to a highway. I think you, you can also shoot know over you can't one. shoot next to a residence. Right. But after hunting season, <laughs> you're allowed to do that. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think that that's correct. So, if somebody is shooting uh, in a neighborhood or something, now, if somebody owns forty acres uh, and you live next door to them and they own forty acres and they have a place that they can shoot, that's one thing. But if you live in a in a development or something like that where you've got a uh, a quarter acre lot and your neighbor has a quarter acre lot, uh, unless he's got some kind of super uh, uh, backstops and so forth like that, I don't think it's legal for him to shoot in a in a in a neighborhood. Well, I, uh, John, uh, I'll be honest with you. I also said the same, and uh, I have a grandson who lives with me. And uh, my neighbor, who, who just recently moved in, decided he was going to go out in his backyard, which is very, very small, and uh, start blasting a twelve gauge off. So I abruptly, you know, said no. I, I didn't like that. I called the state police, and they said that is. Totally legal. We can't do anything about that. That's on its own property next to a highway. <clears throat> but it's not safe, you're saying? Well, no, there's no backdrop there. There's, uh, yes, you're shooting in the woods, and the amazing part about it is that wood is owned by a public water supply. So we're hoping to get more lead in the woods. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah. Right. But it, it, it is, you know, I find it just amazing that if it would be uh, the game warden, if it would be in the middle of hunting season and the game warden would catch him doing so, there'd be a problem. Right. But it's it's not hunting season, so it's it's okay. I That's what I mean by apparently we value animals' lives more than humans. Well, if there's an unsafe practice that's happening near you or anywhere, uh, I guess you, if the police can't help you, then I guess you'll have to hit your legislator and say, you know, this will have to be tightened. This is clearly, you know, if you can come up with a real honest to God, this is dangerous. He is shooting toward the highway. That's the backstop is, you know, whatever land is on the other side of the road or whatever. Um, certainly unsafe firearm use isn't legal. I mean, there certainly is negligence that would come in here if somebody would get hurt or hit. Well, Mark, you know, I, I, I have a gun permit. I don't carry. I have a gun permit. I, I, there's nothing wrong with guns. Use yeah. properly. Use properly. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, I just figured, guys, I, I play it on, on your gun balls. And, you know, you could, John, you can look that up. Uh, like I said, I've already talked to the state police about it. They were out and said there's nothing they can do. And which township is that? That's White Deer Township. Oh, you can see it. Okay, gotcha. Yep, they, yep the Melton State Police Barrett. No, there's nothing we can do about that. I said, well, why is it in hunting season? I'm not allowed to do that. 
Well, gotcha. that's hunting season. <laughs> yeah, because you're a hunter. Yeah, when you put the hunting cap on, a whole another set of rules apply. But take that cap off. Like my neighbor can go shine a flashlight into the woods at the deer's eyes all, all they want, <laughs> but I can't because I'm a hunter. So, all right, Good thank morning. you. It, it, uh, Nate, good talking to you guys. Thank yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling. checking in. Uh, after you contact a legislator, let you know how you make out. I mean, uh, Representative Rowe will be wanting to hear about this. And uh, may, maybe maybe it is a big safety issue that needs to be addressed. So, all right. Certainly sounds like a, a uh, irritation. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we are talking about uh, gun safety. One of our listeners uh, says in response to a uh, emailer who is concerned about right-wing paranoia, uh, he says, right-wing paranoia, Tom, really? Who freaks out every time there's a mass shooting, at least to one that fits the left's narrative? When one of these tragedies happens, it's the left who totally politicizes the story to fit their narrative. It is paranoia to be concerned to see our rights being chipped away little by little almost every day. The problems we have are a whole lot deeper than trusting politicians to solve by making new laws, says Doug. So thank you for that. Uh, another listener says, so Eric is basically saying any gun for home self-defense should be made less accessible in an emergency, but grab your twenty two. Um, well, that's true. A gun safe would make it slower to get those, although they do have some that open pretty darn fast. So Yeah, they do have some that, that you're, will accept your handprint. You know, you, you can program it. Um, but the point is that... Uh, just good common sense solves the problem. Uh, when I had young children in the house, uh, my guns were put away. Um, they uh, they knew I had guns. Um, they never developed an interest. I have girls. Uh, they never developed an interest in shooting when they were young. Um, now, when they're on their own and they and their husbands are into shooting and so forth, that's fine. Um, on the other hand, uh, I never locked my guns in a safe. Um, they were, you know, they were put away, um, and the understanding was that that I didn't have them out, out around the house if I was going mm-hmm. to sh- go shooting. Um, and I lived out in the country. Uh, if I was going to go shooting, I put the guns in my vehicle and I drove to the shooting range and I and I did my shooting there. So common sense is important. Common sense also says when I need a gun, I need it now. You know, it, I, I don't need it three minutes from now. I need it now. So there is, and now I do keep a loaded firearm uh, in the nightstand. Uh, so if my wife decides to get rid of me, I guess she has an easy opportunity. But, but you know, if somebody knocks down my front door, uh, I, I want to be prepared. If she was going to do that, you'd be gone by now. Okay, let's get that ago. out of the way. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can't. <laughs> if the cook wants you gone, there's, yeah, this, right. this would be dealt with. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We are talking about, uh, uh, and again, I implore you, if you know of a common sense change in a gun law that would make us safer. I sincerely feel that uh, background checks should be expanded, and I think that red flag laws can work. It's got to be properly applied, and uh, we need to somehow legislate common sense as well. I don't know how we can do that, but that that won't work. But we'll get John's comment on that uh, coming up. We'd love to hear from you. What's your view on this? Uh, We have had uh, what half a dozen mass shootings in the past two weeks, so it's not like it's a dead topic to us. 
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you. First-time caller, you're tired of yelling at the radio. We know you're out there because we can hear you all the way up here, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WDKOK.com or text us. If you're a TextConnect member, text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Call us now. Rob is standing by at the phone, ready to go. We've been talking about common sense changes in gun laws that would make us safer. That's Senator Toomey's uh, remark from, what, uh, 2007 or something, though, the Toomey Mansion bill. That's what they, uh, the subtitle of their conversations were. And Senator Toomey's talked to us a couple of times on the radio since then, saying it just won't get through the U.S. Senate. So there's, you know, that's the other thing. We get all worked up about this after mass shooting. You know, we should do this. We should do that. And the fact of the matter is we won't change anything. You know, the president changed this bracing law and gave states best practices about red flags and talked about ghost guns. None of that's going to make any difference. They're not going to be able to say, oh, my gosh, we've saved 20 lives today because of these changes. What's your view, folks? My folks is guns are so entrenched in the American psyche that we'll never change the laws related to them. I agree with that. And and in reality, more people are killed every year with fists than with AK-47s. An assault is already highly illegal. Uh, Okay, yes. So so, uh, are we going to take people's fists away? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, when you look at the the government statistics, the number of people that are killed with assault rifles, a few hundred in a year, and more people than that are beaten to death with fists. So, you know, why do we? Why are we spazzing out? Uh, the problem is that when you kill somebody with your fist, you got to do it one at a time. And when you kill somebody with an with an assault rifle, you can get a half a dozen of them. And by the way, they're not really assault rifles; they're semi-automatic rifles. <laughs> I was in the service, and I I had an assault rifle in the service. It was it was select. You had a selector switch. And you could be semi-automatic, but you could push that selector switch over to automatic, and you could put 20 rounds out in like three seconds. So these are not really assault rifles. These are semi-automatic rifles. 
rifles. Well, we hold on to some closely held myths in the U.S. One is that any AR-15 is an assault rifle, but you say you're using assault and automatic as really what it's about. That's what an assault rifle is. That's what it's An for. assault rifle is a fully automatic rifle, so when you're coming out of the out of the vehicle that you're in or, or out of the landing craft that you're in. Or the foxhole. Or the foxhole you're in, you can unload a lot uh, a lot of, of ammo. With, a, with anything that a civilian can buy today, unless you have a very complicated machine gun process application, uh, it, you can only buy a semi-automatic. That means you have to squeeze the trigger every time. And I realize bump stocks and so forth modify that, but they don't really make it an automatic weapon. It, it just sort of speeds the cycle up a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I would just love to hear from you. I know there's folks out there yelling at the radio, so now is your opportunity. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our listeners. Oh, there the phone is ringing. Good, thank you. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note. Says responsible gun ownership and safe gun storage are reasonable measures to keep Americans safe. That's a place to start. Red flag laws can save lives. Let's not forget that all the suicide deaths are due to an available firearm as well. Not all folks have mental illness when they use a gun to end their life. Emotional moments can be fleeting and then resolved with intervention. But a gun changes the outcome. Uh, another listener sends us a text. It says, uh, in response to our listener, Tom, says, Tom, once again, you tell us the Democrats have lied to us when they've told us they're going to take our guns. So what are you, when are you going to admit that the Democrats are lying about this? They do wish to take our guns. Another listener says, Eric, a gun locked in a safe is kind of useless in an emergency. Uh, and no, if there are kids in the house, the gun owner is absolutely responsible for making sure the kids are trained and the guns are properly secured. But a gun locked in a safe being used for home security is no help. Uh, Eric, oh, Eric, you get a minute back. Go right ahead. Uh, John, uh, sir, did I hear you say you keep a loaded gun in <laughs> your nightstand? Uh, it has a magazine in it, but it's not chambered. And it's not in the safe? Not in the safe. And you have grandchildren, sir? Uh, my youngest grandchild is 21. And you never have children in your house? You never, never have anyone who could possibly wander in and get haven't, at that? that haven't, uh, haven't had a child in, a, in our house for probably 10 years. If there were children in the house, like I said, when my children were at, in the house, my guns were secured. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And, and okay. If I, you, you didn't say that. All, all you said was you had, okay, <laughs> I, I can take your point. Okay. My point is, and you talk about common sense gun laws, everyone knows your sense is not common. You know? <laughs> right, um, that doesn't work. And, right. and, for, and for anyone to say that a bump stock is not an automatic rifle, you know and I know we're all splitting hairs here, okay? Uh, say what you want, okay. But uh, my, my point, I'll, I'll get back to it. And, yes, you, your point about the gun safe, yes, my gun safe is... I can toggle that thing and have a lit area to grab my gun in a half a second. Okay. So, uh, there are gun safes. Anyone to say don't have a gun safe because you can't get at your guns? That's a myth. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. I agree with that. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the opportunity. John, I appreciate your comments, sir. Thank you, Eric. 
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Common sense changes in gun laws that will make us safer. We've already had this conversation, oh, about 20 short times since On the Mark came on the air. And uh, I don't know that there have been any. I guess Pennsylvania changed the PFA laws that relate to uh, protection from abuse orders that guns have to be taken nearly immediately by law enforcement and are stored in law enforcement rather than a longer period of time and by an acquaintance or somebody of the the person's choosing. Yeah, we have over the last 20, or, tw- or 25 years had some minor tweaks to, to, to gun laws, especially uh, in cases for criminal behavior, uh, for someone who's incarcerated. Uh, if you're incarcerated, when you come out, you can't have a gun immediately. You have to, uh, you know, so there are, there and, and they have to be uh, put in protective custody, so to, so to speak. So uh, you can't, you can't have access to them. You can't give them to your son so you can go over to your son's house and get it anytime you want it. Uh, you know, there, there's restrictions. Uh, the same thing with PFA. If, if, uh, if there's a serious uh, situation and the PFA is granted, um, the, the, you're supposed to turn in your firearms. Uh, obviously, that doesn't always happen. And I don't think we have, probably have enough uh, police to go out to every uh, house and make sure that you turned in all your guns. But uh, yes, so there have been some common sense changes uh, to try to prevent mostly domestic violence because that's, you know, uh, the, most guns that are used in violence are used against someone you know. And bump stocks are banned, so we did do that. Yeah. Uh, um, there have been some other incidents. Well, bump stocks are back because uh, a federal judge has ruled that that uh, the F, the uh, ATF's uh, ruling against bump stocks is unconstitutional. So, uh, and that's just one judge. So you can buy them now. Uh, well, I don't think you can buy them, but you can have them. You can have them. Oh, okay. So, if you if you didn't destroy yours, you're probably okay with it. Or it's for sale. Oh, yeah, right. Well, it's a, uh, I like I like the Walmart loophole. It should be called. I'm sure that's where most people that are exchanging guns far more often than at a gun show. Although you can walk around a gun show and there's somebody with a rifle over their shoulder with a gun lock on it, but it's it has a for sale sign in the barrel, so that you know, like a little flag. Yeah down the barrel so you can sell it. All right, we got one call coming in. Two texts, no emails. Uh, the open phone line is 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. We'll go to the phones. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Yes, I think I have the answer. Uh, we know that the laws really don't stop anybody from doing those things because the last one bought it legally and so forth. I grew up in, as a teenager in the 50s and 60s. Back then, uh, I got my first Winchester, uh, 22, and I was pretty good. I, I used to shoot tin cans off my best buddy's head and oh, until he quit, oh <laughs> let me do that. I was kind of stupid. But nevertheless, <laughs> I could buy dynamite, and I did buy dynamite. Uh, and I blew out stumps and stuff, and we played with it, you know. And, and uh, But they made a law against that then. But here's my point. You didn't hear of mass shootings and these crazy things that are going on, especially in the schools back then. Why? I believe it's this, and this is my point. Back then in school, we always read the Bible every morning. We said a prayer, and we pledged allegiance to the flag. And there is a, a certain fear of the Almighty in our hearts. 
And there is no fear in the hearts of these people today because of the laws of, 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 of Roe versus Wade, killing babies became legal. The human, uh, human life became nothing. And so you see these things escalating. And uh, if, if you kick Yahweh out of your schools or out of your house, he'll just turn his back and say, okay, if that's what you want, and then Satan comes in, and that's why all these things are happening. Joseph, let so, me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Be that as it may, are there any changes in gun laws that would make us safer? No, that's... no changes whatsoever. Gotcha. Because if I mm-hmm. wanted, if I was a crazy person like that and wanted to kill somebody, <laughs> and I knew you had a gun, uh, uh, because I'm going to kill people, I break in your house and grab your gun and kill you, and then go out and kill somebody. Right. I mean, so what's a gun law going to stop a criminal or a nut? All it's right. not going to do it. There's a deeper root problem, and it is there is no fear of Yahweh in these people's hearts whatsoever, or fear of the hereafter. They're not taught anything. They're ignorant. And, and the Almighty has turned his back on them. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Joseph. Really appreciate the call. Thank you. One of our good listeners says, I find it laughable that uh, Joe Biden is so busy trying to correct what he feels is wrong with gun laws. What about his own son, Hunter? He lied on his application for a firearm. The president wants anyone lying on an application for a gun pur- to be purchase to be arrested immediately. Well, there was quite a discussion last night on Tucker Carlson's program about these changes, plus videos showing just what Hunter has done. Gee whiz, I guess they live by a different set of rules than we do. The old saying, it's okay for me, but not for thee. And he is letting lots of criminals into the country illegally, but he wants to disarm us. What's up with that? Says our good listener. Uh, We'll take a quick break. We got texts and a caller waiting. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You are listening to On the Mark. We are talking about President Joe Biden's uh, executive orders, I guess, yesterday. One that would uh, ban the braces that you would put on a handgun to turn it into, uh, they say, turns it into a bit of a carbine rifle, a shoulder brace. So we can talk about that. Plus, the ghost gun ban, the guns that you can cobble together without a serial number, and uh, some other changes in gun laws. Uh, we got a good discussion going. We'll, we'll continue that. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. The texter says, good morning. Anyone who thinks our great President Joe Biden or Democrats are coming to take their guns is just stupid. We have a Constitution. We have rights. We need to agree about this issue. We need to see we, we need to see something, say something, says thanks, says Bob. Yeah, I guess that means uh, participate in red flag laws, even though they don't technically exist in a full-blown measure in Pennsylvania, but uh, definitely we can all participate in this. All right, we got callers ready to go. Uh, Chris is first. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, one thing that's very nonsensical is the argument that if somebody gets a gun legally, then there's no law that can prevent him from getting it. And if he gets it illegally, there's no change in laws that could prevent him from getting it. Both uh, both arguments are wrong. So I uh, I never understand that reasoning, how you can argue it both ways. You can always increase regulation, and you can always recrease, make it harder to harder to get. 
So you obviously are ways to do it. So you're penalizing so, so law-abiding citizens. Go ahead, John. No, they're not penalizing law-abiding citizens. You're so what, what suggestions? Safer. What suggestions would you have for making gun laws tougher uh, without impeding on the rights of law-abiding well, citizens? Well, one thing that was a big mistake was re-legalizing the AR-15 type weapon when there was a ban on it for 10 years, and really, did the ban hurt anybody? No, not at all. Yet, let, let me say that almost every state of the Union, use of semi-automatic hunting rifles is permitted. Um, an AR-15 looks... And that's not necessary either. There was a ban on them for 10 years, right? There was a ban on assault rifles. Right. Yes. And now there isn't. So and they've sold how many more since then? But the ban was on... How many more have they sold since then? Um, trillions. Okay. Yeah. And has that made us safer or less safe? Can you... Can you s- has that made us safer or less safe? About the same. About, it's about the same. The 10 years... No, it's not about the same. Well, you show us... You because g- the, the number would have increased over the years, too. You show us the statistics, but but the 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 ten year ban on on assault rifles, and they're not really assault rifles. I was in the army. I said on AR fifteen types okay. there was something that was banned, and they weren't co- just called assault rifles, right? So, well, I think it, they were called assault rifles at that time. But the the statistics show that that the overwhelming the majority point. of people let, can I talk a minute the go overwhelming ahead, majority ahead. of people are not killed with assault rifles the overwhelming majority of people that are murdered in this country are murdered with a pistol okay yes but the- go ahead john so the 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 people that that there are more people in the united states that are murdered with fists than there are that are murdered with assault rifles each year All fbi right. statistics all right go ahead okay. chris when large numbers of people are killed, it is often with assault rifles, correct? Granted. Okay. That makes us less safe. It makes protection less possible, and it makes <clears throat> costs of trying to get protected more expensive for everyone. Right. Well, that, that's true. There's no argument about that, that some mass okay, shooters now, use assault uh, rifles. But hold on. The... the uh, when assault rifles were banned, mass shootings didn't stop. They didn't decline. Everything was the same. And then when they re reinstated, <clears throat> they continued at this same rate. So, in, are you it, sure it, about that? In your analogy, yes, that's true. In your analogy, then, since <laughs> since your, more I, people, okay, without looking at any statistics or looking it up recently, you can say that's true. No, I we I, I'm familiar with you're the statistics. Positive. You're absolutely positive. I'm familiar with the statistics. Okay. Uh, let me tell you this. So then, w- using your reasoning, more people it hasn't are killed. Increased in recent years. More. Mass shootings have not increased in recent years. The people killed. Saying. The people killed by assault rifles uh, in the last four or five years have been somewhere between 250 and 350 per year. Now, yes. the fact that they happened 10 at a time... And how many was it before that? How many? Much less than that, wasn't about it? About no, the, the same, same amount. About the same. I don't think so. All right. Well, anyway, Chris, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Okay. Then you can look at Switzerland and how they do things. They have gun ownership 
as uh, many, uh, they're, they're second to the United States and the only one that's even somewhat close to us. Maybe even more than the United States, actually, in terms of percentage of people owning guns. And they take it very seriously in all sorts of ways, and you can't even drive around with your gun put together. And you have to be trained each year. They have to be tested and all sorts of things. You could look at that for an example of, of how to do gun laws. I think and mandatory. And you can also to stop crime with gun laws. One of the important things would be if you had registration and kept stricter control of who had them and how they travel, because a lot of guns are bought illegally, but the way the laws work now, it's very hard to, to track them down and who's, who's buying them in mass legally and then selling them illegally. That's well, a straw, if, if you are a straw buyer, you are breaking the law. If if I if you if you want a gun, did, did you hear what I said? Do you think that's not true? Anything I said? It's 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 gonna all the things that all the things that, that like that don't stop because we already have laws against most of that. Uh, uh, yeah, but it makes you have laws that aren't are, are hard to enforce because of laws about how information's passed along. Well, let me just say this. And because you don't have the record of owners of guns now. In 1932, Germany required all guns to be registered. In 1935, they confiscated every one of them. Hey, you, uh, you, if you're going to argue Germany on me, you better do your research because you're wrong about that. All right. Call us back because with the correct info. Because you have info. to see who they were taking the guns away from and who they were giving them to. They, uh, actually, they, uh, they, they loosened the gun ownership later on after they tightened it. But they did tighten it. They, registration, they did tighten it, and then they loosened it. Okay, well, once the government is in control, they give guns to their own people, but the rest of the population is once helpless. the government is in control, what do, what do you mean by control? When the government has total control of the guns, then they give guns to who they want, but they don't give guns. To, they only give guns to their friends. All right, we got to move on, Chris. Thank you so much for the and call. And that doesn't make us safer either. And I didn't argue for that law, did I? No, right. I guess you didn't. So no. use your head. Hey, <laughs> you guys who are pro-gun, you tell us how to make people safety and cut back on the on the deaths by guns. All right, we're on it. Thank and you so much. And I haven't much. heard any useful suggestions from one what of you. What about uh, guns? Not one of you. Mandatory gun safes, if, if you can get them open fast. Sure. Or, that's, actual that's enforcement. Like, that's, that'd be good. Actual enforcement of the existing gun laws. I don't know if I like the expense it puts on people. I like red but, flag uh, laws. Not everybody safety, who's a gun nut like things. me likes red flag laws, but I do. All right, Chris, to be continued. Thank you so much. Okay. Appreciate the call. One of our listeners says, wasn't a ghost gun used in the double homicide? Aside at Buffalo Wild Wings here, and that is 100% true. Another listener says, "Hello." So more people are jailed by fists than gun or killed. I'm sorry, more people are killed by fists than guns in America. I would bet more children are killed in schools by guns than fists. All right, that takes us to Al. Good morning, sir. Last caller before a quickie break. You're on the mark. Well, I called, and it says uh, people are getting desensitized with these games that they have where you just go in and start shooting them up and they're very graphic video yeah, and you talked about that and, yeah the videos video games and it, it just desensitizes you toward uh the 
the sanctity of life. Um, it, it makes you dull to, you know, living. Like, life is not really worth anything. Um, let's go in and shoot them up. And they don't think about the consequences. And then I was thinking why he was talking. The reason we have the Second Amendment is to keep the government under control. That's the main reason. For a tyrannical government that gets out of control, what are you going to do? Right. The Second Amendment isn't to protect uh, gun owners. It's to protect us from the government. Exactly. Well, and I think what you say about video games, we have talked about that. That certainly may be one of the many factors in this. But at the same time, I know a lot of people who love video games, and they certainly are super sharp, upstanding citizens, male and female, that, you know, have played hours and hours that uh, probably didn't go outside as often as they should have as kids because they were enjoyed playing video mm-hmm. games and their parents allowed it and they did so. But they grew up to be absolutely super right. wonderful people, church going, front pew, singing and preaching, and they turned out okay. Well, Just like to say that... You're an exception to the rule. Not me. I'm not talking about me. I, I didn't turn out okay. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you know what's really going on there, right. but it does... Uh, some of the kids are very impressionable at that age. I believe and, that's uh, true. But I'm saying that some okay. kids could get the wrong impression. It's you know, it's up to the parents how how far they want to let their children go after things, and it's up to the parents and whoever is uh, the godparents, and if the child's baptized or not, and how you want to live by God's law or do you want to live by man's law? Okay, we uh, have to remember that. Uh, the, me- the men who wrote the Second Amendment to the Constitution had not just come back from a hunting trip. They had just liberated a nation. Exactly. And then if, if they keep chopping away at every little amendment and trying to change everything, they, they thought about this long and hard. And they wanted to get rid of slavery from the beginning. And there were states just like uh, sanctuary cities right now. That's how it started. There were sanctuary states for slavery. That's how you get this big division, because they don't want to follow the law of the land. And the law of the land is a a moral law and a a good and a just law, and it's the greatest uh, thing we got is the United States of America, and we have to protect it. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Really appreciate the call. Thanks for being out there listening, too. I really appreciate it. All right. We'll take the quickie promise break. We've got two callers standing by. May not have time for more callers, but we have time for more emails and texts. Email them to onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236 car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Oops, got scratch that phone number. Phone numbers are uh, offline, so we got we got them occupied. Uh, Dan, uh, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Yep, hold on a second. I'm messing things up here. Dan, you're on the mark. I'm not doing it. You Dan, know. there you go. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, good morning, guys. Good talking with you. Anyway, I grew up on a farm not far from where I live now, but my dad had firearms, and they weren't in a safe. In fact, I could have got to one any time I wanted to when I was a youngster. They said in a closet, but... I had great respect for my parents. They taught me do not touch them guns, so I never did till I got old enough and got permission. And of course, we started out with the Red Ryder BB gun and progressed up through. But if you're taught gun safety as a kid, you'll never it never leaves you. And I was taught to great respect do I have to this day for any firearm I have and dad always said you treat your firearm as if it's always loaded don't matter if you say it's if you know it's unloaded it's still a loaded weapon so I you know and what Joseph said I agree with too that we don't it's a whole different country than what I grew up in with respect for parents, et cetera, et cetera. And we took guns to school. I, I carried my rifle in deer season to school and shotgun in small game season. That's <laughs> right. I remember that. It wasn't yeah. that bizarre to see someone going into school with their twenty two or a shotgun if they were going yeah. hunting later. It was... Right. It was considered normal, and we weren't gonna we didn't weren't gonna shoot anybody or point them weapons at anybody. Had a good rack in the pickup. Yeah, mm, right. And the pickup was locked, but it was right there in plain sight. Yeah, there was no locks right. on guns in them days, and and uh, yeah, yeah. If I had kids in the house, I wouldn't have a loaded firearm, but. I I am alone now in life here, and so I have a thirty-eight Smith and Wesson loaded, right. but I have it up high, even if so, up above a high boy. And if anybody would come in, they couldn't get to it easily. And All right, we got to get our last caller going here. I wouldn't let it loaded in here. If there was anybody else here, because all right, Dan, we have to get another caller going emergency. here. You right. guys have a great week. Hey, you too, Dan. Good Thank you so you. much, so much. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned off off mic a moral decline in the U.S. that's happened, yeah. and that's contributed to the abyss that that I call it that that we are stuck in. So that that may be a factor. Lance, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Okay. You know, when something becomes so ubiquitous in our society, we look past all the harm that it does. And what I am, uh, of course, referring to, and you're going to say, there he goes again. Is Guns. Let, let, okay, let, yeah, let's say that we had a 10-person mass shooting one day, 10 the next, 9 the next, and that repeated itself throughout the entire year. That would be horrible, wouldn't it? But that's exactly what drunk drivers do to the innocent people in our society. And yet our president said it's not a felony to do that. 
I mean, it's it's really crazy. If you took the number of under 21 people in any one year that are killed as a result of alcohol, okay, that number, and then the number of kids that are shot at school, it would take 350 years to equal the number that are killed in one year. You understand what I'm talking about? Exactly. Yeah. I, I sold insurance. Years. I sold insurance for 45 years, and I can tell you that that impaired drivers in the United States kill about 35,000 people every year. Yeah, that, well, that's all together. 35, it's 3,500 for your uh, folks that uh, you know are drinking and driving that weren't doing the driving. That's really horrible. Victims of a drunk driver. All right, yeah. Thank you so much, Lance. Guns in the home is like 85 that weren't on tether. Twice that many are killed by their parents who are drinking and driving. All right, we got you, Lance. Thank you, John. This is WKOK Sunbury.